We're 92.6 of Ham Radio Verily. We're talking about Reynolds uh, now, Reynolds disease, and uh, welcome to the programme, Dr. Fatima Suleiman, uh, Head of Research and Services at SRUK. Welcome to the programme. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hi. So uh, you've got a sort of uh, catching headline, first of all, to mention in your campaign, Heating Wars Research. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So SRUK, or Scleroderma and Raynaud's UK, we released a survey that shows that 40% of women have actually admitted to secretly turning the heating up, while 31% of men are actually secretly turning it down. Um, so this may resonate with a lot of listeners at home, actually. And what this reveals is that there is a battle of the sexes raging over control of the thermostat, and actually women in their 20s and 30s are the biggest culprits. It is possible that there is an underlying reason for this. So it may not be a coincidence that actually Raynaud's phenomenon is more common in women, and the symptoms do tend to start in the 20s and 30s age groups. All right. Well, what's Raynaud's then? Tell us all about it. Absolutely. So Raynaud's phenomenon is, as I've said, it's pretty common. It's as common as hay fever and arthritis. So it affects up to 10 million people in the U.K., Um, But very few people have actually heard about it. So in another poll that we commissioned, less than half of people knew about Raynaud's, and only 4% could really confidently identify the symptoms. So Raynaud's condition is where the blood supply to the extremities is affected, so mostly the fingers and toes, but can also affect ears, nose, and nipples. So the small blood vessels in the extremities, so your fingers and toes as an example, they become really sensitive to changes in temperature. So, for example, drops to become a colder temperature. And the vessels then constrict or narrow, and this reduces the flow of blood. So, as I've said, generally it's changes in temperature that cause this, but for some people, stress can also bring an attack on. Um, and there's actually two types of Raynaud's. There's primary and secondary. So primary Raynaud's is really mild and manageable. It's still not something that should be ignored. But this is what the majority of people living with Raynaud's face. Okay. And th- th- I presume the other one is Raynaud's disease then itself, is it? Well, the other one is called secondary Raynaud's. Right, okay. Um, and that's a lot less common. So that affects up to 300,000 people in the UK. So this is much rarer. Um, And it is associated with a much more serious underlying condition. So because this is more serious, it's really important that people get an early and accurate diagnosis. Um, With secondary Raynaud's, the symptoms can be a lot worse. Um, People may find that they actually have ulcers on the tips of their fingers or toes, and these can be really painful, and they can make really simple everyday tasks like buttoning up your shirt or opening a can of Diet Coke really difficult. Okay, so if we if we are in that position, what can be done? Well, so for most people, so primary, as I've mentioned, is really mild and manageable. Um, and for most people, what the signs that they may actually notice are that their fingers or toes feel really cold. Um, there may be color changes in the affected area, so they'll go white, then blue, then red, and these are really distinct changes. There will also be numbness, tingling, or pain in the fingers or toes, and then stinging or throbbing pain as they warm back up. So the analogy that we like to use, just to sort of bring it to life for people, is that if you could imagine plunging your hands through the ice of a frozen pond and then leaving them in that really cold water for several minutes before running them under really hot water, that kind of searing pain that you would feel are what people with Raynaud's phenomenon actually experience. But as we said, but as we said, with the rate support, these are actually quite manageable. Yeah. So, Is there some treatment then for that? Well, so it 
is manageable without having to have treatment. Yeah. So on our website, www.sruk.co.uk, you can find a lot of handy hints and tips. Some simple things that people can do are you can wear really thin layers of clothes rather than one layer to improve insulation. You can wear a pair of thin cotton gloves under thicker gloves to give you some added warmth. Gentle exercise also really helps circulation. Um, and this may seem like a bit of a no-brainer, but I wouldn't take ice-cold drinks straight out from the fridge. And when you do go into the fridge, you can wear insulated gloves. That can help. Um, another thing that we do recommend is that people try to stop smoking, as this has been shown to really affect your circulation. So just from using these kind of everyday practical things that people can do, you can actually manage the symptoms of the condition and really have a good quality of life. All right. Well, uh, just remind us, uh, Fatima, where do we go for more on this? So you can go to www.sruk.co.uk. And actually, if for a lot of your listeners who are hearing this and this is resonating, if you think you have Raynaud's or a loved one may have Raynaud's, we actually have an online test on our website which can help people identify whether they have the condition. It doesn't take very long, less than a minute. And we've actually developed it with the support of three consultant rheumatologists just to make sure that the tool follows the clinical diagnosis pathway so that users get a result that they can really trust. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on the program. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers Thank now. You. Bye.